We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Simone. We're back on video. I'm using my camera this week. Um, last week it was dead, so I just used my iPad, so that's why the quality was like, I don't know, it looked like it was on a flip phone. Um, but yeah, I'm back on my camera this week. So if you guys watch on video, hey, don't you think I look tan? I don't know, like this year, I'm like actually getting tan. I'm normally never tan um, because I like layer on the SPF, which I still am doing this year. But normally my skin just like does not soak up the sun. But this year it is soaking up the sun and I'm loving it. I feel like so beach girl, which is good because I love the beach. Um, How are you guys? I hope you're all having a great Monday. I wanna thank you guys for such an amazing response on last week's episode. Um, I feel like since focusing on, you know, brighter things, my days tend to look up and I feel like so many people felt the same way after listening to last week's episode. So um, I hope you guys found value in it and just continue to be the light in so many people's lives. But anyway, let's talk about something else. Um, So let me tell you guys what I've been up to. I have been like a mad woman with these planners and I, I'm going to talk about them in a minute, but I've been like, it's crazy with these planners because I really want to get them out ASAP. Like I said, I'll talk about them in a minute, but because of that in a minute, I'm Anita. I don't know what the lyrics are. One thing about me is I never know the lyrics to any songs ever. Um, Like what's that one? It's like an ABBA song that's going around right now. It's like, I don't know. I say it so wrong. If Katie was here, she could tell me the song. But anyway, what was I even saying? 
in a minute. I'm gonna need, I literally have no idea what I was saying. Something about the planners. Anyway, I've been like being crazy with these planners, crazy, crazy, crazy. And because of that, I have extreme decision fatigue. Does everyone know what that is? If you don't, what it is essentially in layman's terms is that you just get exhausted of making decisions. So when it came to um, record today's podcast, I was like, I have nothing in my brain. I'm depleted. So we're going to do a Q and A. I feel like I haven't done one in a while and you guys seem to really like them as do I. I try to do them like once every like quarter, a couple times a year, just we stay like friends and we stay connected. And I think you guys really like it. So I asked you on my Instagram at Tori Sterling underscore what questions you guys wanted to hear this week. I asked for anything like advice, questions, planner questions, anything at all. Um, yeah. So I guess we will just get started on these questions. Um, I never pick them out ahead of time, which is always my bad. And I should just simply do that. So let me pick out a question and then I'll be right back. Okay. It only seems fitting to answer a planner question first, considering I'm getting a lot of questions about the planners. So I'm getting stuff like, when is the planner coming out? Is it going to be physical, digital, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to be doing like a whole episode on the planners when they do come out. But here's what I can tell you now. Um, This is the last time I'm reworking the planners. I finally love them. There's a saying that I heard Harry Styles say, And I know he's not the only artist to say it, but people always say like an album's never finished, you walk away. And that's like where I'm at with these planners. I could just keep tweaking and changing them a million times over, but I just need to like walk away because it's really good. I'm loving where it's at right now. I I really, really love them. And I'm glad that I did it this many times to be at a place where I really am happy with them. So I'm incredibly happy with them and I want them to be released ASAP what that means. Um, To get them printed, it just typically takes time. So my goal is to have a physical planner to be printed and released by the new year, which means I'll take orders in um, like around like Black Friday. So November this year, what, what is it normally like the 26th of November, something like that, whatever the date is. I should know that because I'm making planners. I've been looking at dates for the nonstop month, past month. But anyway, um, around the holiday time, I will release like an order for the physical planners, I'm hoping. But I can definitely say that a digital version will be released much sooner. Here's what I can tell you. I am making my digital planners be finalized right now. And the first month, that they start with is August. So like next month, because August is a Monday and I'm giving myself a deadline. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep tweaking and perfecting it. So digital download of the planner for iPads on GoodNotes and probably Notability. I don't see why not. Um, will be August. I'm hoping by like the last week of July, I can start doing some sales for it so that you guys have it when it starts in August. I also want to um, get it out in August for all my students out there that want a new planner for the school year. Um, I definitely want to make sure that they have that. And also if you're someone like me that always just wants a new planner in like the middle of the year, but no one makes a new planner in the middle of the year, I would love to always like release a new month planner. So like in September of 2022, then there'll be like a month or a year 
starting September, 2022, and then October and November. So whatever like era you're in, if you're in a reinvention era, which I feel like I'm constantly in, you can always have a new planner to start fresh. Um, and where I'm going to sell this, I imagine like Etsy is like the first place to sell, but I'm also working on my website right now and I want it to be sold on the website. Like I said, it's first going to be a digital release. Um, but follow my Instagram at Tori Sterling. That's where I'm going to post most of my updates about the planner. And I'm going to make an entire episode about it on here too, probably in the next like week or two, um, all about where to buy, how to use all that sort of stuff. I'll do a YouTube video. I'll do the whole nine. Um, but yeah, I'm putting it out in the universe that August it'll be ready for a digital download. So in like two or three weeks, guys, Oh, it feels good to say now that I've actually said it though, um, I actually have to make sure it's done. It's like actually very, very close, very, very close to being done. It just needs like the hyperlinking and, you know, that stuff and like a trial run with me and stuff. But other than that, it is pretty done and it's pretty freaking cute. If I do say so myself, I'm pretty obsessed with it and I'm really happy with how it turned out. I love how it turned out and I'm thrilled. So follow my Instagram at Sterling underscore. Um, I have a planner highlight that I'm going to keep posting teasers to, but let me just say like this planner is the ultimate. Okay. It has everything you could possibly want. Um, and I'm probably going to keep adding in more spreads to other versions of the planners. Um, I have to like figure out how this planner world works still digitally. Cause like the digital planner world is a whole industry in and of itself. That's honestly very intimidating to enter into, but I'm trying my best and I'm just really, really happy with how it's turning out. And I know you guys are so excited about it. So I want to thank you guys for being so patient with me. Um, but it truly has been so fun to work on. And that what's that Julia Fox saying where she's like, it's not finished, but it's a masterpiece. Honestly, I relate, girl. Um, so yeah, that's the tea on the planners. And expect a full detailed episode very soon and a YouTube video all about it. And all the other goods that you could possibly need to know. I have a lot of questions about dating, actually. Um, it says, are you dating someone? Why don't you talk about dating anymore? Are you single? Are you in a relationship? I'm getting a lot of questions about dating. Um, so here's the tea with dating. I, since my last like relationship that I posted, what was that? Honestly, back in 2019. Um, since then, I told myself that I was just going to keep all of my relationships going forward private. And that's just something that I've held up to. Um, I just like keeping that part of my life secretive, not secretive. It's not like nothing about that's a secret, but just like private. Um, I just like having something to myself that I don't really share. And yeah, that's really all that there is about that. I just keep it private. And I feel like, like when I eventually get engaged, like married, you guys are gonna be like, I didn't even know she was dating someone like what's going on. Um, so yeah, I just keep it pretty private. Um, it's so funny because like, and it's just funny. I just keep everything. I just keep that side of my life private. It's like the only thing that I really keep private. Everything else I pretty much share um, because I don't really do much with my life if I'm being honest, but I just keep my relationship private. I like it that way. And I just feel like sometimes the court of public opinion is not always forgiving. And like, let's be honest, we all get invested in like other people's relationships and it's easy to be like, oh my God, they broke up. I wonder why, like what's going on, blah, blah, blah. I do it all the time too. Like I'm not blaming anyone because I do it too, but I just, prefer to keep that avenue of my life private. So that's the tea on, on me and dating. Nothing really juicy there. Okay. Favorite 
song on Harry's house. I'm so glad someone asked about Harry Styles so I can talk about Harry Styles. Here's the thing that I'm convinced of with Harry Styles. Harry Styles, if you're watching this, I have no idea who you are, okay? For all the girls that aren't Harry Styles that are watching this, let's talk about Harry Styles. I am like, I just love Harry. I love his music. I love everything about him. I truly think that like, if he meets me, we're just going to have like this amazing connection. And I think we're just going to hit it off like totally. Um, but let me just say that Harry's house is a masterpiece. Okay. Gorgeous. This is actually the second time I bring up Harry this episode. Awesome. Um, no, but it's a masterpiece. It's beautiful. It's spectacular. It's amazing. There are truly no skips on the entire album. The entire album is so good. But if you're going to make me pick my favorites, let me pull it up. It's actually already playing right now. Well, it was playing on my way home from the studio. Okay, let's just go through it. Music for a sushi restaurant is so good. And honestly, it's like the song of the summer. And I'm not going to argue with anyone on that because it is. Late Night Talking is so good because me and Katie harmonize when we sing Late Night Talking and she finally got the notes down and now we harmonize it really well together. So I really do love um, Late Night Talking. And Grape Juice is the homage of Watermelon Sugar and it's just, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's just absolutely spectacular. It's one of his best um, songs on the album and it's not talked about enough. It is so good. Um, as it was, okay, I'm not going to actually go through all of the songs on the album, but I guess I am as it was, is the perfect single to be released for this album because as it was, is such a sad song, but in a groovy tune. And that's what the whole album is. Like when it first came out, I'll be honest, I did not love as it was. I was kind of like confused with the direction of the song, confused with like how the album was going to sound. But after listening to the whole album, it is perfect. It's the perfect single. And now I like the song so much more with the rest of the album. So I'm glad that the album was released. Daylight is probably my favorite um, just because it's a beautiful tune and it has like the homage to One Direction in the middle of it. It just sounds so One Direction when they, you know, it's like the rock and roll part of it. I kind of love it. So Daylight is probably my favorite. Um, Boyfriends is so good. Satellite, so good. They're all so good. I, I love them all. I really do. There's not a single one that skips, but my favorite is probably Daylight. But thank you so much for asking because I could talk about Harry Styles forever. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine. And that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge Products help you naturally adjust the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, 
lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First date advice. Yes, let's talk about first dates. They are so fun. 
Um, so first dates, I think the best way to go into a first date is to not put so much pressure on it. I think a lot of people put too much pressure on first dates to where they're like, I'm looking for my boyfriend or I'm looking for a relationship when you should really just go into it with the mentality of like, I'm just looking to get to know someone or have some fun with like this person at dinner or at drinks or whatever it might be. Um, I think first dates are just a really great way to meet people generally. And look, if it doesn't work out like romantically, maybe the door could still be open to friends. Or I know so many people that have met friends, like girlfriends through first dates because like the guy will know someone and then like the girls will all meet up and like I hear all the time. So first dates are really fun when you take all the pressure out of it. Um, One of my really good friends met her now boyfriend who they are like the cutest couple ever. They're like so in love. It's like the best thing I've ever seen. Um, She obviously they went on a first date, but she did not want to go on this first date with him. And he knows this. I'm not like outing their story or anything, Um, but he, she like did not want to go on this first date. She was so hesitant. She canceled like three times because she was putting too much pressure on it. And then when she finally went, she ended up having a great time. They went on another date and then another date. And then all those dates led up to them just eventually being like a couple. And it's because she took all the pressure off of the first date and just went and had a great time. So that's the only thing that I can recommend. Take the pressure off. Have a great time. Um, It's always fun if you have like a double date or a group setting as a first date. So it takes even more of the pressure off. Um, But yeah, just have fun and enjoy it. And honestly, you got to get through the first dates in order to appreciate a good first date. That's how it works. This is a great question. What do you do to get momentum back after burnout? So burnout in whether it's like a career setting or an athletic setting or a fitness setting, whatever it is, typically it's your body asking for you to slow down or to rest, or you're just like mentally exhausted and drained. So the first thing that I would do is honor that. Um, Take some time off from work if you can, like a couple of days or schedule a weekend to do absolutely nothing and just give your body the rest that it's so like desperately asking for. Once you give your body the rest, you're going to feel better in time. I can't tell you when it's whether it's going to be in like a weekend or a week or a month or when it's going to be, but you will eventually start feeling better. When you start feeling that motivation of like, okay, I can get back on my feet. I can start doing things. I want you to take that momentum and run with it, but carefully. So what I mean by that is don't do the same thing that got you burnt out in the first place. So if what got you burnt out was working um, 12 hour days every single day, then don't do that. If you can rearrange your work schedule or rearrange how you're structuring your day to give yourself more time to decompress, maybe you say no to going out to happy hours or say no to picking up overtime, even though the money's good, just something that is going to prevent you from getting in the same predicament nothing's going to change if nothing changes. So you need to be able to create boundaries in your workspace and create boundaries with yourself and say no to those things that do not serve you. And yes, to the things that do serve you, which might be saying no to going out or saying no to activities that you just know are going to drain you. Or you could be an extrovert and it means you have to go out to like release all the steam rather than staying in and, you know, working so hard. So it's very personal to every every single person that goes through burnout, but definitely number one is honor the burnout, let your body rest, let your mind rest, let yourself recover. And when you feel like you have the steam back under you to start back up, ease back into it and with boundaries. And I have a feeling that you're going to feel a lot better than you did before.
Okay. This one I've wanted to do like a whole podcast episode about before, but I'm honestly scared. Any juicy stories from the old YouTube days? Yeah. Oh my God. I have so many stories from the old YouTube days, but I'm really scared to tell them because like a lot of the people are still very relevant and still um, doing like YouTube and stuff. So I don't want to say anything, but yeah, man, do I have stories and they're not like bad stories. They're just stories that they haven't told for like reasons that whatever they haven't said anything. So I've never wanted to tell stories, but yeah, I have really funny stories. I have stories, like they're not stories about other people. They're stories about me, but they involve like other people too. Um, and they're just like funny stories, really, really, really funny stories. I have this one that I guess I could say, but I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to, but I think one day I can definitely tell some stories. It's so funny. Should I tell one? No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Cause you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell it now because it's like fun for me to do. And then as soon as I send this podcast episode off to my producer, I'm going to panic and I'm going to say, oh my God, why did I put that in the podcast? And then why did I put it on the internet for everyone to hear? Okay. So yeah. And also I'm terrified of Kris Jenner. One of the stories involves Kylie Jenner and I'm terrified of Kris Jenner um, suing me. She wouldn't sue me. Maybe she would. No, she wouldn't sue me. See, I'm already saying too much. I'm just kidding. I'm not saying too much at all. But yes, I do have really funny stories from like back in the day. Okay, let me clear that up. Chris Jenner is not going to sue me. It's just something. Um, Kylie was like at one of the parties that I was at and I saw her do. So- and it was, it was just like funny. It was a funny thing, but I've never wanted to like say anything because anyway, whatever. I'm already saying too much. Yes, I have funny stories from back in the day, but I'm not going to say them because I like my piece. But it's also not like I'm relevant anymore, so. Was I ever? I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Yes, I have stories. Maybe one day I'll tell them if I um, don't be so scared, but I'm pretty scared. It's nothing bad. It literally wasn't even bad. Here I am talking myself out of it. Okay, moving on. This one says, what are your favorite makeup products at the moment? So I have not been wearing a ton of makeup since I've been down here, but I will say like last night I went out to dinner and this is what I did for my face for going out to dinner. I mixed in the Drunk Elephant Anti-Pollution Serum Drops with my moisturizer, put that all over my face. It gives you the most beautiful glow ever. And then I put a tiny bit of the NARS, um, I always called it Narcissist. I know it's like, that's the full name, but it's so weird of me to like say the full name. The NARS Creamy Concealer in Custard underneath my eyes. Gorgeous, beautiful, amazing. And that's really all I've been doing. Oh, and I called my eyelashes. Honestly, I haven't been wanting to put on mask or any makeup because I don't want to like take it off at the end of the night. Does anyone else know what I mean? Like I don't want to have to like take off my makeup at the end of the night. I literally said the same thing twice. Yeah, I'm just being like so lazy. Like I'll wash my face and put on a moisturizer, but I don't know. The whole process of taking off makeup at the end of the day is exhausting. So I don't even put on makeup because of it. On Saturday, last Saturday, we um, went on, there's this big like, charter boat down here it's called the miss avalon it's like so fun and um we had a party on it and i put on makeup for it and then at the end of the night when i took off my makeup i was like oh my god this like actually sucks so i try not to put on makeup for that reason but yeah if i do i just use the drunk elephant anti-pollution drops and a little bit of concealer and i curl my eyelashes and it's magic 
This question says, how are you doing? Do you feel content in your current chapter of life? I feel like I'm in a huge transitional period of my life right now. And it's so fitting because my therapist told me that every five years you change, like your interests, every five to seven years, your interests change, you as a person change. And I really feel like that's so true. Um, I feel like I'm in a huge transitional period and I don't really know what exactly that means, but I'm just like letting it happen. Whatever happens, happen. Um, and I'm very open to whatever the universe's plan has in store for me. And I'm excited to see it all unfold. I think a big reason that I have a transitional period going on is because of my living situation. Um, I'm in an apartment now and I love my apartment, but the, my lease is up in January and depending on the renewal rate, I'm either going to not renew my apartment or renew my apartment. It just depends on how much my rent is going to go up to just because I'm stubborn. Like I don't want to pay over like a certain amount for a one bedroom apartment. You know what I mean? So I'm just being super stubborn and I won't know until November. And trust me, that is driving me crazy because they can't give you like a locked in rate until two months before your lease renewal is up or whatever. So I'll figure out that out in November. But I keep saying like, if I don't renew my lease, I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm not going to buy a house right now. I talked about it like two episodes ago. Um, about like needing to get a mortgage and stuff. And something is just telling me like, it's not the right time to buy a house right now. And I'm just going to listen to that and honor that. Like it's just my gut and I'm going to go with my gut because I honestly don't know where I would even want to put a house because I feel like I'm in such this big transitional period of phase, phase of life right now. But again, I don't even know what that is. Like it's so bizarre. Maybe it's like a quarter life crisis. I mean, I'm 24 and I was just talking to my friend on the phone. And her and I were talking about how like all of a sudden overnight, we just felt like we had to grow up like for no reason, like nothing happened, but like all of a sudden we're just like adults now. And like, we all have jobs and like, we have things to do now. And it's just like a crazy feeling to feel that it like, you see the, like the prompts on TikTok or the quotes or on TikTok where it's like one minute you're 16 giggling. And then the next minute you're 26 at giggling over a boy. And then the next minute you're 26 at the wedding, marrying that boy. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like it's actually so true. Like I'm 24. I can remember being 14. Like it was literally yesterday. So it's just so crazy how overnight I just feel like you grow up and that's like how I'm feeling right now. So it's a crazy transitional period. And, um, I don't really know the direction that I'm going, which is also like very uncertain to me, not really career wise, just like where, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. I'm working through it in therapy. Um, but it just feels like a phase in my life where I'm just transitioning from like one version of myself to the next and whatever that next version is, I'm just letting it happen. So, um, it's been interesting to go through for sure. And I'll definitely talk more about it when I'm like maybe on the other end of it and have some more clarity, but I also just feel like this is such a normal thing to go through in your twenties. And I think a lot of people would expect that like, I wouldn't feel like that because I have businesses and I have like a career and I've been working since I was like 14 on social media and look, I love everything that I do and I'm so grateful for my careers and stuff, but I'm also just a regular 24 year old at the end of the day too. And I feel like everyone goes through it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's just, a it's just being in my twenties and I'm just going through it just like anyone else being in your twenties does not discriminate. We all go through it. So yeah, life is good right now. There are no complaints and I'm excited to see what the future holds for me because I don't even know what it looks like as of now.
all-time favorite books. Okay. I, let's see, all-time favorite books. Well, my favorite, favorite book ever is probably We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. I think he has a first name, but I forget what it is. Um, so good. There's a prequel that just came out, but I haven't read it yet, but I really, really love that book. Another book that I really loved was My Dark Vanessa. That book is definitely dark and twisted and like a little disturbing at some parts. So go into it knowing that, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great book and yeah, I really liked it. Another book I liked, um, that I just finished reading was Every Summer After. So cute. It felt like, um, like an homage to the summer I turned pretty, but like a little bit more mature. And I just, I loved it. It was like so cute. So nostalgic. It just made me feel so like, hmm, like I just loved that book. It was so cute. Um, it just made me really happy to read. So I loved that. Very predictable. I have to say, I predicted the entire plot, like literally in the second chapter. Um, but it was super cute and I like predictability. That was good. Speaking of unpredictable, the silent patient, very, very good book. That's more of like a thriller. And I really enjoyed that. That was a great, great book. Um, what else was a good book that I read? It's all my Goodreads. I should look it up. Um, and I've also talked about it on this podcast before. What is it called? I should honestly just look it up because I'm just going to butcher it. Goodreads. Um, I don't even know how to find it. Red. Here we go. I probably didn't even mark it down. Um, the last Mrs. Parrish was pretty good. And so was little secrets. I think they get hyped up more than I enjoyed them personally. I gave them both three stars and good reads. Um, let's see. Oh, then she was gone. That's what I was thinking. Then she was gone by Lisa Jewell. Very good. Um, I thought that I was going to predict the ending and I didn't very good. I really, really liked that. What else was good? The Light We Lost by Jill Santo Polo. Really good. And it to me is a much better book than This Ends With Us. I don't know. I'm just not the biggest Coho fan. Um, I liked Verity a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, because I don't think it was like any of her other books. And I think that's why I really liked it. I'm just not the biggest Colleen Hoover fan. I feel like if you've read one, you read them all. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's just me being pessimistic. You, Me, and the Sea is a great book. And I feel like that really sparked my love for reading. And it was a huge reason why I wanted to open up a spin studio at the beach. When I read that book, I was just like, I just need to be by the water. And I really liked it. Um, Where the Crawdads Sing was also a really great book. And Park Avenue Summer was a really cute book. I liked that one a lot. But I'm excited for the Where the Crawdads Sing um, movie to come out. I am so excited to watch it. I think it's going to be amazing. Any advice for trying to stay patient during your fitness journey for results? This is a great question because a fitness journey, while ultimately you are putting in a lot of work and you want to see results, it's not about the results. Um, A fitness journey that is going to be sustainable and lifelong, which sounds daunting. Like when people talk about, this is a lifestyle change. This is a lifelong journey. It sounds incredibly daunting, but it really is. It's about breaking old habits and building new ones that serve your life for the better. And I'm trying not to say the word healthy habits or bad habits because everyone's habits are different and there's nothing good or bad or healthy or unhealthy about the habits that you do. 
but habits that serve you for the better and habits that don't really serve you for the better, serve you for the worse, for lack of a better term. So while you want to see the results and it can be frustrating if you don't, try thinking about what habits can I switch that will better serve me and then build those habits. And that is how you're going to have a sustainable fitness journey. Um, Once you eliminate the desire of like a a killer before and after picture, it's going to get a lot easier. And once you stop being so, I don't know, like the word strict is coming to mind and diligent is coming to mind. It takes discipline, but it's, it's not the end all be all. It's really about creating healthy relationships with food, movement, working out, and a quote unquote healthy lifestyle um, in your fitness journey. And I think that is how you're gonna see results. Sorry if that wasn't really the answer you were looking for, but it's my truth. How do you handle being into a different stage of life compared to the people in your life? For example, I'm over the party stage, but my friends are not. Okay, that's a great example, and let's run with that. I too am also over the party stage. I'm very over it right now. And does that mean it's ever gonna come back? totally could one day, but I just feel like I'm so over it right now. But my friends are not. My friends are still shutting down the bars, having the best time of their lives. And I love that for them. It's their, it's their truth. It's their life. And they are loving it and they're living it. For me, all you need is one friend that isn't in that stage of life with you. And then you guys could do life together, or you just have to be comfortable doing what best serves you. Um, and sometimes that just means like being alone if your friends just want to go out. Um, but it's also a great opportunity to make new friends that are in a similar stage of life than you. If you're in like your hot girl phase of life and you're going to spin class all the time and doing Pilates and going on your hot girl walks, try finding some friends that are in your spin class or in your Pilates class that are that have very similar interests with you and just mesh with those people in your life. Um, and just remember that quality over quantity. You can have a large group of friends, but if you're not in the same area of life as all of them, or you guys are on different paths of life, um, it's kind of hard to connect. So it's always better to have like one or two great friends that really, really understand you rather than 10 friends that kind of understand you and are kind of on your level. So just put it into perspective of quality over quantity. How to ask a new guy you're seeing what happened in his last relationship. Do you even ask? Okay. I think this depends. Oh my God. I'm really sorry. Hang on. Guys, I literally just like choked on my own spit. Sorry, I had to hear that. Um, Okay, so I think it depends on the person and the relationship. It's not really like a blanket statement that I can give. Personally, I am nosy and I want to know what happened in the past, but it's also a double-edged sword because every time I do find out what happened in the past, whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, I then just kind of go on like a spiral and I'm like, okay, well, am I in the same league as that person or am I like not like meaning like they're prettier than me or um, why didn't they work out or I don't know. I just always start second guessing things. And then I start comparing myself to the ex when that doesn't matter, nor should it matter because they didn't work out for a reason and maybe will work out for a reason. You know what I mean? So it really depends if you're someone that can like handle the past and run with it then like good for you. You can ask if you feel like it's important, but sometimes it's not always important. And also it just opens up the door of like, 
just exploring past problems that people are probably trying to work through. Like if someone had, I don't know, problems with infidelity in the past, would I want to know? I don't know. Like, yeah, but then am I going to worry the whole time that it's going to happen to me? And I'm sure it wasn't their best moments. I'm sure they're ashamed of it and embarrassed of it. And they don't want to be telling their new partner like this happened in the past. You know what I mean? So the way I look at it is relationships are a fresh start and you're allowed to reinvent yourself as the partner that you want to be in any new relationship. So if you feel like it's important in your relationship, you can ask. See, I've also had a friend one time that was dating someone and they never talked about their past and years into the relationship, it really came up to be a big issue because they would react certain ways in like fights or even just in their day-to-day relationship life um, because of past relationships. Like they really do mold you into who you are in a current relationship. And without talking about the past, they weren't ever to like, they weren't ever able to really understand each other fully. So I see both sides of it. And I wish I could give a blank statement. I literally didn't even answer this question. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, Do you ask? I don't know. Feel it out. If it's going to help you and the relationship, then yes. But if it's not, and it's only going to make you spiral, then don't. That's my answer. This was a good question. Did you ever end up running your next half marathon? What happened? I did not. Oh my God. It was so sad. So I did not end up running my half marathon that I literally made a whole episode about. Um, and that was because I had a foot injury and it was really hurting. And you know what happened to this foot injury? It literally just went away. I'm not kidding. Like a week before the marathon or the half marathon. So I didn't have enough time to train. I didn't want to go run it untrained and injure myself. So I did end up running the half marathon and get this, it got canceled. It literally got canceled. Um, the half marathon was rained out. It was down at the beach. And when it rains at the beach, it floods. So the marathon was flooded and it was canceled altogether. So good thing I didn't train. I've had nothing to do, nothing to run. Crazy. So yeah, um, I definitely want to keep running and I enjoy running, but that's the tea. I did not end up running my last half marathon. All right, I'm going to answer one more question. Let me find a good one. This is a really good one and something that I actually had to practice on Monday. Your week starts off terrible. How do you reset to finish strong? That's a great question to end on. Um, So whether a day starts off bad or a morning starts off bad, it's always important to remember that every single day is a new day and every single day is a fresh start. It's not worth it to ruin an entire week because of the bad start of a week. And like, let's face it, there has to come a day when you turn around your vibe, your energy, and your mood, because you're not just going to be in a bad mood forever. So why does it have to be on a Monday? Or why does it have to be on a Friday night when your mood can suddenly change for the better? It can happen at any time and you're not going to be in this bad mood forever. So change it at any time. Um, allow yourself to work through your emotions. I'm not telling you not to like feel how you feel, but I'm saying don't let it ruin the rest of your week. Um, Some things that I like to do is go to sleep. Uh, I'm not kidding. I try and use like bedtime as like a very therapeutic time and be like, okay, I'll journal all of my thoughts that they are all out on paper before I go to bed. And then when I wake up the next morning, something that you can do is rip out the page and literally throw it away. Like I'm done with this. 
or you just wake up and pretend like it didn't even happen. And you just move on with your life as if you were having the best day ever and you fake it till you make it. And you smile. Honestly, when you smile, it just instantly changes your whole day. Do things that make you feel good. Listen to your favorite podcast. Maybe it's Manifestatory Simone. Um, Go watch one of your favorite shows, like a comfort show, Minus Housewives. There are so many things that we can do to make ourselves feel like we're in a better mood. You can go to Starbucks and get a drink that you normally don't get. Or you can call a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Listen to my last episode about how to be the light in dark times. There are so many ways to bring up your mood when you're having a rough start to the week. And look, rough rough starts are inevitable and a lot of times they're out of our control. If something happens that we can't control and it just totally derails our whole day, it really sucks. But it is up to us to change the energy back to something that we can control and that we can take charge of. Um, And look, it's all about how we react to situations. Go listen to last week's episode. It's like literally all about that, um, of how to change your mood around for for the better. Um, so guys, that is what I'm going to leave you guys with today. I hope you all enjoyed this Q and a, this was so fun. I love doing a Q and a, I feel like I don't, haven't done them in so long. So this has been really, really fun for me. And I thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have any more questions, just shoot me a DM. Be on the lookout for the planner episode that's coming up shortly. Be on the lookout for the planners that are going to be released in August. And I'm going to have so many more details on them. Like if you ask me right now, I probably don't have the answer, but I will very, very soon. I promise. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys all have an amazing rest of your Monday. And I'll talk to you guys next Monday for Manifest Monday. Happy Manifest Monday. Bye. Bye.